Hello, dear listeners. This is not your keeper speaking. This is Addison Peacock, who plays uh, Beverly Marsh on this here podcast that you're listening to. And I'm here to introduce the episode that is, I guess I would say, um, Beverly's moment in the spotlight. Her character means quite a lot to me, and it's been really, really special to get to step into her shoes, especially alongside such an amazing group of artists. And I'm really happy that people want to listen to what we're making here because I really love making it. And I'm really glad we get to. And I really, I really hope that, you know, that it's, it's, it's entertaining and, and good to you and you get good things out of it and also get a little scared sometimes because, you know, as a, as a horror fan myself, I understand the value of being willing to engage with fear in the dark places. You know, it makes us feel, it reminds us we're alive. I, uh, I'm just really happy to be a part of this, and I'm really happy that we've had such an incredible response and so many wonderful people supporting the show and enjoying the show and engaging in conversations with us about it. So without further ado... I'd like to get into the introduction for the episode. First of all, this show would not be possible without the incredible sound design of Ryan Bolter. They have brought the world of Derry to life, the the soundscapes that they've created for these characters to play inside of and exist in. It, it, they, they bring the scenes to life in a way that I really could never have expected and listening to the work that they do and the hard work that they put into this show is just it's really special I'm really happy to have them here I play Beverly Marsh Addison Peacock and uh, the rest of the Losers Club is as follows Alex Flanagan as Bill Denborough Andrew Giada as Ben Hanscom J.V. Hampton Van Sant as Mike Hanlon, M.J. as Stan Uris, Tim Werner as Richie Tozier, and Val Patrone as Eddie Kasprak. Andrew also is responsible for our theme music and the theme music of many other projects I've worked on. Just keeps coming back with hit after hit after hit, you know? This episode does deal with some challenging material, and there are content warnings in the show notes, but also, just so you can hear them verbalized, the uh, most so the most prominent content warnings for this episode are as follows. Underage drinking. Depiction of an emotionally abusive, manipulative father. Unreality. Extreme violence and a realistic depiction of abuse survivorship. Take care of yourself and sit out the episode at any point that you need to. Um, and I hope that uh, if you come on this journey with us, that you get something good out of it. I know I did. So without further ado, here is Losers, a love story. <laughs>
it's senior prom at Derry High School. However many years ago it is that takes us back to the year that it was our senior prom at Derry High School. 22. And there we've we've sort of alluded to this scene. We've we've half remembered it before, but mm-hmm. we're seeing it now the way that it actually happened. Um the way that that evening played out for real. <laughs> and I don't know, I kind of want everybody's help in in figuring out what this looks like. Like what was our stupid tacky prom theme? Um, mm-hmm. what was the, de- the oh, decoration like? Was it in the gymnasium? Was it in the cafeteria? Our... Like, Mike has no Jim... idea. Mike was fully <laughs> again. Canonically Mike was in the library reading Carrie in the library, <laughs> which I do um, love. I think our theme. I think our theme was a night under the stars. Oh, and which what does oh that God. mean? That One of those great. that, like, I they say it. it, and you're like, what does uh-huh. that mean, though? And they're like, it's a night under the stars. Um, <laughs> they just was... put fairy lights up onto a, a fairly dark ceiling, and that's oh, it. Oh, sweetie, they didn't even have the budget for fairy lights. They oh, put those no. sticky glow-in-the-dark stars on the oh, ceiling. Oh, <laughs> I kind of love oh, that. No. Oh, that's amazing. And everybody got to so take dead. one home at the end of the night. <laughs> Uh, just one of them though (laughs) just one one. (laughs) and it's already been used so good luck sticking it to your own wall (laughs) they thought it would the student council thought it would be really cute to put up as many stars as there were seniors and they didn't realize their graduating class was like 35 (laughs) and so um, not very many stars there were streamers obviously but the streamers were homemade um (laughs) with like (laughs) <laughs> material Ooh. that wasn't supposed to be used as And there are like construction paper paper chains. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I was thinking about those. Yep, yep. Incredible. This is now starting to resemble it a bad being, birthday party. It being, uh, <laughs> it being 25 years ago puts a smack dab in the middle of the 90s, and that is so exciting for me. Oh, uh, it's really because, good. Or 22 years ago puts us in the middle. Sorry, it's 22 years ago puts us straight in the, puts us in the mm-hmm. late 90s. Which mm. means that I can put Beverly in the ideal dress. Mm. She's in like one of those like spaghetti strap, like straight up and down like slip dresses that everyone wore in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like black and it's got little tiny flowers on it. You know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, yes. I do. Right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, you all 100%. know exactly what I mean. Thank you. Oh, my God. She's got her hair short, pulled back with little butterfly clips. <laughs> oh that's so she's strong. got she's got glitter on her collarbone that she bought it uh she bought at um claire's mm-hmm. yes because there probably is a claire's wherever she lives now there's definitely not yeah, the, a claire's in dairy but there's probably no a claire's but there's a claire's but there's a oh, claire's damn, there goes my house. scene for the haunted claire's that i wanted to do later <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a Claire's. Uh, there's definitely a Claire's at the mall near her aunt's house. Uh-huh. She goes to oh live with her aunt, God. right? Did I make that up? No, that's true. I mean, even if you did, it would still be canonical, but I know, but I, I but wanted yes. to stick to that bit of her actual. No, she character. does. Okay. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So there's a Claire's at the mall near her aunt's house. She got the dress at uh she got the dress at Forever 21. Amazing. She got mm-hmm. the she got the butterfly clips and the body glitter at Claire's. Uh, yeah. I, so I think I get uh, the rights to it, but I think Torn by Natalie Imbruglia, a hot new single, is playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Thank> phenomenal. <laughs> so I think probably we start with this shot of... High diving in a glow, cool down when I'm all alone. I let it 
lovely Beverly in the school bathroom in her mm-hmm. dress with her hair all done up and what I'm assuming is like powder blue eyeshadow. Um, oh yeah, of course. A hundred percent. And maybe like we get this, this glimpse of her looking in the mirror and because again, I have to, <laughs> I always have to have cinematography for, for the no, shots. No, I love I'm the cinematography. But I think there's something really beautiful about seeing this sort of mm-hmm. like mirror image of Bev because one, she looks beautiful, but two, this is the first time we've seen her at this age. And I think for her, there's this mm-hmm. sort of weirdness maybe of being in this school bathroom <laughs> in the Dairy Public School, like this place that has so much baggage, but mm-hmm. But it's so different tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, she's so different tonight. Like, she's not the same person. She's not the same person she was. Mm-hmm. Because for the last four years, Beverly Marsh has been away. She's been in a happy household for the first time in her life. She's been, she's made friends. She's gone to a school where people think of her as the this like interesting mysterious new girl and not Beverly Marsh the slut the little shit the whatever the fuck that pharmacy girl wants to call her uh it's one of those it's it's a moment where you get to kind of come back to a familiar place it's like when you come home from college uh, and go to like uh and go and see people you went to high school with it's it's that mm-hmm. it's that feeling of like I recognize this place and I recognize these people, but I'm not the person I was when I knew these things. Right. Um, and of course, even though she's made new friends at school, she's gone off and she's and she's built herself a nice little life. She's never forgotten about the losers. And so it's very special that she got permission from her aunt to come back to Derry and go to the prom. I think maybe we see Bev... Um... Like, go to walk out of the bathroom, and I think the pharmacy girl passes you on the way in and doesn't recognize you. Mm-hmm. I think there's I kind don't of... remember her name. Good. You don't, or Bev doesn't? I think both. I love that. Hell yeah. I, I, I recognize that. her face, and I remember how she made me feel, but I don't really even remember her. That's mm-hmm. strong. And I think there's maybe like this that. second where, like, you spot her, and this this kind of not quite fear but this anxiety like rushes up in your chest you know not knowing mm-hmm. what's going to happen here and then um she glances over at you and there's no sign of recognition and mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of elating you know i think uh and i think beverly takes one little i'm gonna let her have a little a tiny little petty moment mm-hmm. um and uh give her that little like up and down thing that teenagers do to each other and mm-hmm. say I like her dress. It's really unique. <laughs> Ooh. Devastating. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just kind of breezes out. And she's she's done. And that's that. That's revenge gotten. That's all she needed. <laughs> it's also, a perfect night word. for Beverly Marsh. Also, I like being able, the fact that there's there's literally mythological canon to back up Beverly forgetting that girl's name because she's now been living out of dairy <laughs> oh, yeah. for like four years. Oh. 100%. <laughs> And I think sort of similarly to this this same but differentness that we get looking at Bev in the mirror, um, I think you, you know, you walk back out and into the cafe gymnasium that this school definitely has. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely like a cafetorium. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, the basketball hoops are folded up, which is like very impressive mm-hmm. technology. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I think we see a handful of the other losers here. Not all of them, because I know that Mike is in the library, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for the handful that are here, um, yeah, I think there's there's still that kind of of strangeness. There's a fond familiarity to them, but you know, they're halfway between being the children that you knew and grew up with and being like weird, tiny adults. Um, and I think to <laughs> all of you, you all look very grown up. But to us as the oh, audience, yeah. obviously, you know, we know who they're going to become. <laughs> and they're they're nowhere near that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's such a weird time. Can I hear what everybody who's in there is wearing for prom and also whatever Mike is wearing in the library? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what. So what color is your is your dress again? The accents on your dress? Oh, it's uh, it's black and white. Um, oh, okay. Black and white, and she's got, like, a little, like, blue, like, choker necklace on to match her eyeshadow. Aww. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that Bill is wearing a rented tux. He, like, he worked his part-time job, like, for months saving up for this. Um, so because I think this, this has sort of been in the plans for a while. Uh, this was a thing that... Mm-hmm. I mean, since you left, they knew that this is how mm-hmm. this night would go, ultimately. But I think that he's got this rented text, and he's trying very hard <laughs> not to spill punch on it. And maybe, like, Richie has made a point out of this evening, like, trying at all no! costs to get oh, him to spill punch on this Absolutely, absolutely. Because, like, Richie fully, like, Richie owns his tux. He wears it other places, too. Yeah, because you and my parents don't love you. Yeah. Um, but, but, Richie, like, has, like, a pretty chill home life, doesn't he? Um... Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, there's no, like, huge problems, but, like, he also doesn't really talk to his parents a whole lot. And Um, somehow that's still the healthiest home life any of us have. Yeah. But anyway, so so Richie's tux, it's uh, bright baby blue, uh, and it's got ruffles. Oh, God, I love that. That's phenomenal. I was hoping you'd say that. I was hoping Richie's tux would be blue. (laughs) That's so good. God, that's amazing. Um, Bill's is just, like, a regular... (laughs) <laughs> just a regular tuxedo. Um, but I think that he does have like a little, uh, like a bow tie that matches your your little mm-hmm. blue accent. Um, and of course, obviously, has a boutonniere that matches your corsage. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Uh, let's say uh, orchids. Absolutely. What's Eddie wearing? Yeah, what's Eddie wearing to prom? Inquiring um, minds I want think, to know. Yeah, I think his suit looks a little bit older. Um, it's definitely something that they've owned, and it's a little bit big on him. He has to roll up the sleeves on the suit um, because this is his father's suit. And Aww. his father left it when he passed away, when he was, you know, when Eddie was only like four or five. And his mom wanted him to look nice uh, in his father's suit. And his father was a similar kind of frame, but just a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's a little, just a little bit baggy on him. And I think that he is wearing a boutonniere that is bright baby blue. Baby. Aww. Someday um, I'll hear anything about younger Eddie without just immediately yelling, baby! <laughs> oh, I think right now, though, right now, though, he's holding two cups of punch with his rolled up sleeves and they're so far away from his suit 
and he's holding them out <laughs> to Richie, and he goes, you can hear kind of faintly over the crowd, just, take one of these! I don't want to have one of these! I no, don't want I... it still on my suit! Dude, I've just got here. I've got to go hug Bev. My baby! Okay, that's not Bev, that's Addison. Who, um, who is Beverly staying with while she's in town? Um, I think Beverly is staying with, uh, to, to, if I may drive home my bro TP, I think Beverly is staying with Richie's family. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So then what yes. I said is just like... Also, Richie's family is, out of all, everyone in the Losers Club, yeah. the most normal family. That's um, true. And also, Richie and Bev in terms of what would concern his parent, like so clearly have no sexual energy between them that his family yeah. would be like, oh yeah, fine. <laughs> like, there's no way she could stay with Ben's family. There's no way she could stay mm-hmm. with Bill's family. Both of their families right. would immediately read the vibe. Uh, well, I mean, it's frankly every- very bold of you to assume that Bill's parents pay attention to him at all. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, oh. And then... I think, and then Eddie's mom would never, ever, 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 uh, ever in a million. Like, neither would not like I was gonna say. Let alone like, a, uh, yes, a girl, but like also, I'm sure Eddie's mom heard the rumors as. Oh, kids. Eddie's mom hates me. Yeah, exactly. Um, she thinks Eddie's I'm gonna get her. Everyone. She thinks I'm gonna get her son to like smoke cigarettes and do drugs. Like, right, right. <laughs> um, worried about so, the like, wrong loser, but it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I'm staying with Richie's family. Um, and I think as I approach, I think as I approach, uh, I think as I approach Richie, uh, I, I say like, I, I say, hey, Richie, your mom told me to make sure you don't get anything on your suit. Oh, She told me that, that while I was having sex with her. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think uh, at this point, uh, Eddie drops the cups. <laughs> Like, just like, "Ah!" you know, like, it doesn't get on anyone. It's fine. It's fine. But give Richie a taste of his own medicine. I'm sorry. I think, I think it does. The, the punch does get on, on Richie's pants a little bit. And it's, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, Um, shit. I'm sorry. Eddie, well, he drops it because he's laughing. He, he's like, oh, that's a good one. That's good. Oh, that's actually good. And he, he does apologize to Rich for getting it on his pants. Mm-hmm. It's totally and, fine. <laughs> and he's like, you, you, you look, I mean, you look, wow. You look great. You look good. Yeah, Bev, love that. Thanks. Love the get up. Thank you. <laughs> we actually have a mall uh, where I live now. <laughs> wow, a mall, an entire mall just to you? Mm-hmm. We have a whole mall <laughs> just for me. Um, wow. Also, really quick, Addison wants to know what Stan's wearing. Oh, yes. uh, Stan! <laughs> Stan is wearing a suit that he owns. Um, that he owns because his grandparents died last, or like one of his grandparents oh, died no. last summer, and he no. like has a funeral suit. He didn't want to come <laughs> to this, and he sort of got bullied into it. So he was like, "Why?" Well, I guess I'll wear this. I already have it. He is sitting oh. on the whatever bleachers or like pushed mm-hmm. up against the wall ta- like cafeteria tables or whatever uh, and he's reading a book mm-hmm. he's just here to supervise mm-hmm. and make sure nobody gets in too much trouble <laughs> Stan <laughs> is chaperoning Stan is making sure that there is no underage drinking right? oh well um, in that case um, Richie pulls a, uh, a flask out of his, uh, his inside coat pocket <laughs> and pours it into a drink and then uh, like offers it to Bev like hey you wanna 
Uh, Eddie hits him in the shoulder. Like, dude. Uh, oh, shit. I think Beverly takes the flask and just, <laughs> because she doesn't give a shit, she doesn't go to school here, takes like a pull from the flask. <laughs> and literally, I think, I think perhaps off the looks of the other losers says, I don't go here. <laughs> um, Eddie rolls his eyes, just like, okay. <laughs> um, and then I need to know what Mike is wearing. I know he's in the library, but I need to know anyway. Right, so just I was me. literally just typing this because I wanted to make sure I got it right. Okay, so <laughs> Mike um, had a plan to like kind of go there, but also got super into reading Carrie like before <laughs> going there and thus like went this, and to the it. library instead but what mike is wearing Aww. because we are in the mid 90s and i just i can't have it not be this um mike is wearing a um <laughs> a black dress shirt um mm-hmm. and oh dear um a yellow and black plaid blazer with matching pants and matching a matching tie and matching suspenders because God, that's so fresh Clueless came out a couple of years ah! earlier <laughs> oh yes, yes! yes! it is yes! truly not a horror borealis property until we google a piece of media from the 90s <laughs> i literally googled you 90s nerds outfit and then for god knows what reason i got the share costume <laughs> like yes. that yes. doesn't. When she is very much not a nerd. Exactly. That's why Google is weird and doesn't like make sense. Mm-hmm. But that's the outfit. It's mm. pretty cute. What are you? It is just a wealthy, in beautiful lawyer's daughter. Sounds like a nerd to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he's just in the library, just chilling mm-hmm. and reading this book. He is like close to the ending, and he's very thrilled well, about it. <sighs> It's really funny because when I picture you, that you mentioned Clueless, because when I picture Bev's hair in this flashback, I'm picturing Brittany Murphy's character in Clueless. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she's a redhead. She's got that short, curly hair. Um, incidentally, I did dress up as Ty from Clueless for a 90s party in college. Very uh, strong. Anyway. Uh, so like that's that that energy is very good. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, I think everybody's is, enjoying is the prom here? atmosphere. Oh, is Ben here? Where's Ben? Uh, yeah, Ben is here. I just <laughs> squared. I'm sorry. The lines oh, between Ben point. and Be- but lines between Beverly and Addison are growing ever thinner by the day. Anyway, <laughs> no. I just always assume it's both of you talking at the same time. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so I think Ben is wearing. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think. I've been thinking about this this whole time, and I'm not really <laughs> sure what fashion was like, necessarily, in the 90s, because I was six at the most. <laughs> um, That's so <laughs> precious. <laughs> at the earliest, I was six. Mm. So but cute. I did love me some bow ties, so... Hell yeah. <gasps> uh, I think he is wearing... Um, I think he's he is in the high school band, so he is wearing whatever sort of concert oh. gear oh that God. he has for band <gasps> concerts. That includes like black pants and a black jacket, um, mm-hmm. and like a white shirt. And I think he is wearing uh, a nicely tied little uh, red bow tie. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it! So sweet. 
If yeah. if anyone does fan art of all the losers in their prom outfits, I will openly weep. Just wanted <laughs> yeah. to call that out really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't anyway, think I mentioned, um, but but Richie's Richie's uh, suit is just a little bit too small on him. I don't think I mentioned no! that. Aww. I'm here little for guy. It. Little guy. Little guy. Oh, so it's it's just a it's a it's a prom. It's a prom. It's a prom experience. Mm-hmm. And now I love that we've laid out what everybody's doing. Um, and I think, I think that's good. Yeah, Bev has just taken a big, a big drink of something. She doesn't, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly. I think she, she says like her funny joke and then she kind of coughs and is like, what is that? Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's rum and I put a little bit of cinnamon in it. <laughs> oh. oh. <sighs> Bill kind of rolls his eyes and he Are looks you at sure you it's... and he's like, that's his thing now. Are you sure it's not a, a nail polish? remover okay so you're saying that just because i can't afford the most expensive rum okay okay (laughs) did you know that underage drinking is like the leading cause of death for teenagers maybe we should just uh, i hate the leading cause of of death is heart disease well for For everyone that's what ben said we all gotta die sometime eds might as well be drunk Oh my god. Do you want to die now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think no, I'm just, Eddie. It's, I, it's a dance. We're going to be fine. Eddie just kind of gives her a cold stare, like, like kind of like, I'm watching you, but Eddie, I can't do Ed's, anything about it. Ed's, it's fine. I already said that I would drive us home. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Thanks, Ben. Oh my god! I can't even imagine you driving. That's so weird to me. <laughs> well, why? We're the same. We're basically the same age. No, Are I we know. The same I just. Age? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. It's just, it's like people freeze in time when you're not around them, right? So it's like, I still think of all of you guys like the last time I saw you, <laughs> almost. It's, which is dumb because you're right here, but you know, it's like. It's like I'm in both places at once right now, a little bit. I don't know. Is that stupid? I take it back, Richie. Hit me again. I want another drink of whatever the fuck that is. There you go. Just don't slip on any of the streamers out there. I'll do my best. It's not stupid. I think maybe we get like a little montage of shots of of the gang dancing. Um, I think there are definitely... There's definitely at least one moment where I think we try to pull Stan onto the dance floor. I don't I don't want to volunteer you and say that he mm-hmm. comes or not, but Is I, it okay if if like we do? Yes. Because I really want Stan. Stan. <laughs> okay, okay, Maybe thank you. Because I really do dance. want Stan to dance. <gasps> I MJ may Stan dance. <laughs> I need y'all to know. I'm giving Stan a signed permission slip saying he may dance once. Can Stan come out to dance? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to simply exert my will over this one specific thing, and they are dancing very specifically to wannabe. Oh, you wannabe? That is, that's, that's what's canonical. happening. I want anyway, Mike here, though. Is Mike, there a way we can get Mike here? Can the Mike way come here for Spice ooh, Girls? Here we go. The way this is cut, the way this is cut is that song is playing. <laughs> Y'all can hear it. Everybody's yeah. getting up and dancing and all that. 
You, and we'll just quickly cut to the library, and Mike is dancing to that song while also holding oh. a book because of course. Yes. And then it cuts back. He to is the so rest close the to the end of Carrie. To the same song. Oh. It's like he's That's there, really but he's absolutely. Cute. I was not. I was truly hoping he would like kick down the door and be like, "So <laughs> tell me what you want, what you really want." <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, um, but yeah, I think we get sort of like this fun snapshot montage of, of great moments Aww. here. Maybe some Polaroids. I love a good Polaroid. Um, mm-hmm. And just various various images of various pairings of them all dancing. I think that, you know, we we do obviously know that, that Bev and Bill are here together, but I think that they're certainly not the only ones who dance together. There are several moments where, like, we'll get a shot of, of Bev and Richie dancing together, um, or, you know, we'll see... Uh, yeah, we'll see some of the others like in various pairings and arrangements. Or um, I'm sure that there's at least a moment where <laughs> I'm sure there's at least a moment oh, where um, yes, where Bev and Ben share a dance. Um, yes, we do. We absolutely share one slow dance. And it's Skeff definitely too. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't <laughs> Phenomenal. I love that. Oh, um, it's very that strong. Just broke me. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that that's that's sort of because that the, came out in 1998. So we're just in time. I think though the <laughs> evening sort of starts to go on a little bit, and um, it's not quite the point where things are drawing to a close, but it is the part where all the cool kids mm-hmm. are starting to leave before everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course. Of course, naturally. And they're gonna go get drunk and lose their virginities. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Which is a weird lead-in to what we're about to do. <laughs> but I think that um, maybe you've been uh, maybe you've been hanging out with with Richie for a minute or talking to Eddie on the sidelines or something. But um, I think Bill comes over to you and maybe he has your jacket, and he's mm-hmm. like, and I think something too is that. Something that I want to want to establish is that Bill does still stutter to an extent, but it's not as bad as it was when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's, bad. it's not as significant or, or noticeable or frequent as it was uh, mm-hmm. when you were kids. He's been in speech therapy for several years, and uh, it does still come back in moments when mm-hmm. he's like really, really, really nervous, though. Um, so mm-hmm. I think he, he comes over with your jacket and he kind of smiles at you and he's like, mm-hmm. Hey, you, uh, you well, want to take a little field trip? <laughs> yeah, sure. Where are we going? And uh, I think he he drapes your jacket over your shoulders, and he kind of nods knowingly to Richie. Um, yeah, and Richie kind of like does the like get out of here like head thing, you know? Like, we're, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing it, but I don't know how to explain. No, I know it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I love it. I, I literally sure. can I picture it. I'm sure Slash I'll come also through too. Did the thing. So I think that, um, you know, we grab coats and we we walk out the front door mm-hmm. of the school and sneak around to, like, the side library entrance. Because mm-hmm. just going through the hallways, like, I think there are teachers and chaperones would have tried to stop us. But we walk out the front door and then we maybe, like, go around the back of the school and kind of sneaky sneak our way over to uh, to the side doors <laughs> that are probably propped open by Mike. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, we go in and just, like, half the lights are on sort of towards the back corner or um, where I think Mike has been keeping an eye on the door 
And I think that uh, Bill sort of takes like a, a seat from one of the library tables and turns it around and sets it uh, down and, and gestures to you that you should should sit there. And then he goes and grabs uh, a guitar case from behind one of the bookshelves. Oh. And he pulls out his guitar and he sort of starts like nervously tuning it. <laughs> Don't boo me in the chat. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all here. Everybody's we're all here. here for this. Yeah. yeah. I think I think what happens then is Eddie sees this happening and turns around and is like not looking because secondhand embarrassment is overwhelming. Eddie thought we were gonna do something cool like drink in the library. No way. No, Eddie's not gonna drink in the library. He's he's underage. Are you kidding me? That's one of the highest rates of you know what, death for teenagers. No, but he's he thought it'd be something cool and fun. I don't yeah. know, just hanging out in the library after dark, maybe reading a book or whatever but no oh. he's not watching this it's too much it's too much oh god and so i think he turns around and he yanks richie's oh. sleeve just like this isn't happening and that's oh, it's, all it's, it's happening you okay but like, richie's it. a part of this oh. <laughs> wait am i playing too I don't think you're playing, but I think no. that you... No, but, like... You you helped conceptually. Okay, okay, gotcha. It's a shark puppy song, yeah, I figured so that's what helped. was. I figured that's what was dropping, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what's dropping. <laughs> We're dropping a new shark puppy in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys are gonna make me embarrassed. I can't do this. Yeah, wait, guys, don't. No, it's, it's fine. Sweet. Don't be mean. <laughs> listen, listen, this is... I just am, like, I'm portraying how I would as a teenager. No, 100%. I was no, it's not fair. to brag, but I've had several songs written about me as a teenager. Um, but I was always like secondhand embarrassed. So that's how I'm playing it, though. I think that's fair. Like, <laughs> I think in the moment it's very sweet and kind. But I but also like for me personally, no, you're valid as hell. It's no, really embarrassing. It's a terrible teen thing to do. But for the teens that are experiencing it, it's a sweet and kind gesture that I want everyone to love. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyway, um, so <laughs> <clears throat> I think that Bill sort of like nervously. I wish I could say that this is the most upsetting thing that we'll do today. It's not. <laughs> it I'm so sorry. Not. Is Bill singing a song and playing guitar? Yeah. I wish I could tell you all that this is the most upsetting it will this get. Is as bad that as is not the case. Don't worry, we'll put timestamps so y'all can skip it. And you don't have to listen to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, Alex is wonderful. I love this song. It made me cry in real time. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so I think that Bill like nervously like like I am not doing. I don't have my guitar. I'm not going to play it real time. But uh, I think that he he is like nervously tuning his guitar strings um, and then slips the strap over his shoulder and kind of gives you that uh, that sort of crooked half smile and says, Oh, um, so this is dedicated to uh, someone very special. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm b- b- better at singing than I am at talking. So, um, here it is. 
So sing. I think that Richie, like when the song is done, like Richie just like does a whole bunch of claps. <laughs> and I think, um, I think also like it's one of those moments where it's like, you want to, I want to be like a cool girl about it and mm -hmm. not like look, show too much, like, but um, definitely like has to wipe, have, I have to wipe my eyes a little bit. Uh, and, um, I'm just like, uh, did you guys know about this? I mean, nope. I did, but. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I don't know why I'm here, but. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie kind of moves his hand kind of like wishy-washy, like, eh, kinda. <laughs> um, and I didn't think it would be so... And he looks at Bill and he looks at Bev and he goes, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think Mike is going to go over to uh, go over to Ben and just sort of give like a just, you know, being generally emotionally intelligent and seeing, <laughs> oh, Friend mm -hmm. hurt, I see. Okay. Sweet But Mike. also not time to address generally. So <laughs> not the just moment. gonna mm -hmm. do a supportive I, uh... like supportive tap on the back while also still actively engrossed in reading Carrie. That has not stopped, by the way, this whole time. Perfect. I think, uh, ben, I'm so sorry that you are feeling outdone by Bill. I will be comforting you while reading yeah. Bill's book. Yeah, I, uh, I, think, I think for... Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Um, 
So I think I think Bev realizes after a moment that she's perhaps been looking too long at only Bill <laughs> and does genuinely take a moment to like take in the room full of people that she loves and she hasn't gotten to see in a really long time and um kind of turns around in her chair and um not to be like really not to be like super like a big sap on prom night or whatever but I really love you guys we love you too Bev I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> you don't. I mean, we could we could just try to sneak you in here forever if that's fine. Like, <laughs> let's, let's just keep you. It's I fine. mean, you guys aren't gonna be here either. Well, like, you could come with us to college. How about that? <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually uh, got into design school. Uh, Holy no shit, way. that's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, uh, it's in Chicago. Uh, it's at the Art Institute. If any of you guys are uh, ever in Chicago. <laughs> I do think, uh, if I may button it there, mm-hmm. uh, oh, perhaps yeah. we ended our prom. We ended our prom together in the library. Um, mm-hmm. the Losers Club back at it again for one more night, hey. uh, before college and growing up and all a million other things, we're going to pull us in a million different directions. Uh, and now 22 years later, we're back in Derry and, uh, Beverly Marsh is looking at the same boy. So. Hmm. Bev? Hey. You, uh, you uh, sort of spaced out yeah? there for a sec. <laughs> oh shit. Um, sorry. Uh, where are we physically right now? Do you think? Like physically? I mean, literally in the town. I don't mean like <laughs> anything weird. No, I, um, I think that, Addison's um, asking. Probably this is. Sorry. I, I, we could pick up very shortly after we left the coffee shop that we had our little silly interlude at. Uh, yeah. Last time. I wonder. Are we like maybe? Could I say that? Could I place us near the near the near the school? Yeah. No problem. We could be walking right past the school, and that could be sort of like what you were. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking, just to align all the mm-hmm. flashbacks oh, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, I just just um, memories coming back, you know. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> God, I haven't uh, haven't been here since prom. <laughs> Wow, that takes me back. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, he he looks at you, and he kind of has that stupid smile on his face again, and he um, mm-hmm. then sort of scrunches up his face like he just realized something kind of embarrassing and laughs and, and shakes his head <laughs> a little bit. I, um... <sighs> I've been thinking for the past like 24 hours that um that you like really reminded me of somebody and I just realized it's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is that is that crazy or what? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not crazy. It's it's No, it's um it's sweet. You're sweet. You always were. 
well, you know, accounts vary, but. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good night. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really was. I'm glad you came. Uh, to prom. Me I too. Mean, not, well, I mean, I'm glad you're here, but. Not like <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know what you um, I know what you mean. It's okay. Uh, no one's um, no one's written me a song since. So that you know of, <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> I mean, you're not not famous. There's probably somebody. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you over. I think you overestimate me. But thanks. <laughs> I, Addison, am trying to find a good way to uh, prepare for an incredibly strong tone shift. Uh, uh, that's okay. I think that um, sometimes, like, the abruptness of that tonal shift is mm -hmm. sort of, you know, the sombering moment that gets us there. Maybe we're walking past the school, mm -hmm. um, which <laughs> it just occurred to me. Timeline-wise, I don't know if Derry has multiple public school buildings or if it's a small enough town that there is a public school. I think there's just the one. Which means that Ben's probably in there fighting Pennywise right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is probably happening. You see the janitor by the door and just the janitor waves out to you. <laughs> like, I was realizing oh, that while we were having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> anyway, sorry about that. Um, I, I think that, um, I think that amidst, like, as good memories come flooding back, bad memories come flooding back as well. Um, mm -hmm. I think, well, I think, I think, I think probably, you know, if we're thinking about prom, mm -hmm. then you would be thinking about why you left in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. So I think I'm going to get back into character really quick here and back to mm -hmm. present day character. Sure. I, uh, God, it was, it was really nice of my aunt to let me come back to town. <laughs> she didn't understand why I didn't want to do prom, uh, at my new school, but you know, uh, I had to explain that there were some good things left in dairy for me. So And, uh, I mean, my dad, my dad never would have let me. Uh, I think with that, the, the mention of, of the name that is almost never spoken, the person mm -hmm. that's almost never spoken of that hangs in the air really heavily for a moment there. Um, and, uh, with that, I'd like to, if I may, take us into the past. Sure. Um... <clears throat> <clears throat> Beverly Marsh in middle school always wore a key on a necklace around her neck. Uh, that key was to an old jewelry box uh, that she kept under her bed, uh, filled with uh, private things that she didn't want anyone else, by that I mean her father, to see. Um, there was a pack of cigarettes, a, a Cosmo magazine, a... Um, like, uh, maybe a joint, <laughs> um, 
And uh, when she started getting her period, that's where she kept her tampons. Um, Because she had heard more than enough talks about how when the time should come, good girls don't use tampons because uh, they can take your virginity and make you less pure. And that's just not... Only a certain kind of girl uses things like that. Uh, So... She uh, kept it all in a little in a little jewelry box uh, under her bed, and that is um, that's the setup for that. At this point, uh, also, we might notice that Bev looks different than we've seen her so far. Uh, at the, up until this point, we've seen her with short hair, uh, kind of loosely, roughly chopped in a bob at about her chin, uh, curly and wild and not a salon cut, definitely doesn't look, <laughs> didn't, but, mm-hmm. but like it works, it works on her. She was rough. She was pretty in a rough way, like scraped knees and freckles and sunburn. So it made sense. But at this point we see her and it's, it's long. It's really long. Like probably hasn't been cut since she was a little kid down to the middle of her back, just like long, red curls um kind of hair that like old ladies will like stop her in stores and be like people pay a lot of money for hair like that Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah um and uh everybody uh please hop out if you need to but take my hands if you're ready uh we're gonna go to a dark place for a bit here we go taking your hands bad place express i would love to take your beautiful hands and mm-hmm. is held. And I'd love to take your beautiful hair. This is not Les Miserables. I am not selling my hair. Um, I think one day, uh, honestly, let's say, because the day wasn't confusing enough emotionally for her yet, uh, the day she met Ben Hanscom, um, mm. uh, Beverly gets home and goes to her room to find the box open like it's been forced open with a pocket knife uh, on her, and its contents dumped on her bed and uh, her father waiting for her. Uh, Do you want to explain this, Beverly? That, that, that's, that's private. You're not supposed to go in, you're not supposed to go in my room when I'm not home. That's not what I'm asking. I'm gonna quit. I'm. I've, I've been smoking. I know it's bad for. I know it's bad for me, and I'm gonna quit. So we don't have to talk about. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, I'm. I'm taking your cigarettes, but you got more explaining to do, girl. I don't really. I don't really want to. I don't really want to talk about. I don't think we need to talk about this. Oh God. Uh, I gotta. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go start. Di- I'm gonna go start dinner. Um. He. He. He's gonna grab Beverly by the wrist. Not necessarily super violently but in that insidious way that like really gross men do that's like sweetheart like why are you why are you being like that and um and, and this reminder of like um if i may no, go for it. There, there's this like, undertone of i could hurt you if i wanted to look oh, how absolutely. benevolent i am mm-hmm. by not doing that mm-hmm. um he uh he holds up the i think it's like a box of tampons or whatever um and i don't know if she just keeps them in there loose but i'm, I'm gonna say it's a box uh, no i think in the box yeah uh um and he says i got them from that beverly yeah daddy what 
Why didn't you tell me about this? I I didn't think you needed to. I didn't think you'd want to know. It's gr- it's gross. It's it's woman stuff, right? It's I um I got them from You're the a woman now. That's not what I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. That's just what I got them from the health teacher. Uh, one day I, I had an accident and in math class, and so she sent me home with those so that I would have something to uh so in case uh, so it wouldn't happen again. Um. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's fine. He's watching you work yourself into a, like, your own panic over it and waiting for, you know, kind of waiting for you to give yourself enough rope to hang yourself with. Um, But once you start Mm -hmm. really freaking out and saying it's fine, he, uh, he pulls you a little closer and he says, I'm your father, Beverly. I should know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should. I'm sorry. I. I didn't. I can. I. I can throw them out. Um. I think if I if I might direct her a little bit, I think she probably yes. is trying to gently extract herself from his uh from his grip. Yes. Um. Maybe she Absolutely. even makes a makes a grab for the box of tampons just like i'll you know i'll throw them out right now or absolutely um yeah i'll throw i can throw them out right now and we don't have to talk about it uh and when you sort of pull it back he reaches up and he grabs you by your hair and he says (laughs) you don't keep secrets from your father beverly you're my little girl and i know what this means i won't um no, it's it's it doesn't mean it's just for it doesn't mean anything. Do it's, you know how embarrassing just, it, it is from, for me to hear from everyone in town that you're running around with boys, what you're doing? It's just it's just rumors. I'm not I'm not doing anything. There's always a seed of truth. People just like it's just this town. People just like to talk. It's not. I promise. I'm not doing anything. Beverly, I want to believe you, but this... And he he shakes the box, and he says, This just confirms what everybody's been saying about you. And he... I think he, he releases your hair, and he shoves the box kind of into your hands. And he says, get rid of it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Daddy. I'm going to throw it out. (laughs) And I don't want to smell smoke on you. And I don't want to hear anything about you running around with boys. No. I... I won't. (laughs) Can I... may, May I please be excused? Yeah, go on. Um... And I think he he probably I'm, I'm sorry. watches you leave your room. He's still in there, um, you know, mm-hmm. to remind you that you, you don't really have a safe place here. He can get in there. He can get in a- anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think probably that night he takes the lock off your door. I think abs- I think you're absolutely right. Which means there's only one door in this house left with a lock on it that isn't the front door, and that's the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. And I don't know if this is too far 
No, it's okay. Um, I think he takes the door. Oh, I, Jesus. I don't think he takes the door, too. Yeah, he does take the, the, door. the door. Confirmed, he takes the door. I, uh, I've had friends whose parents did that to them growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he takes the door. Which means there's one private place left in this house, and that's the bathroom. Because uh, he's left the lock on that because he doesn't want people walking in on him while he's going to the bathroom. Yep. So um, I'm going to take a moment and collect myself just a little bit here. Thank you, MJ, for playing with me in this space. I'm sorry you had to be this scary dad. I did offer, um, but I also I hated you. every second of it. <laughs> you did a really Fair. good job. And I love you, and thank you for planning with me beforehand, mm-hmm. and thank you for being willing to play with me in the space. Um, I think it's late. It's late. If everyone's uh, ready to Pennywise me a little bit, sorry, Pennywise baby Beverly a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. First, a moment first, and then and then the Pennywising. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's a little clown so, music uh, to get the, uh, the, the mood right. No, okay. I'm still following. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still gonna use the momentum of where of the emotional beat I was just riding. Sorry, no, it's okay. I think late at night. Um, it's later that night. It's about two o'clock in the morning. Um, Beverly can't sleep. She can't sleep with no door on her room. Uh, like every little sound in the house makes her like jump, and every little just anything, um, until she can hear definitively like the loud snoring of her dad who's drunken himself into a complete like blackout stupor he's not he's he's like like the kind of snore that someone in a deep deep sleep does like i can't i'm not gonna try to do it because it's gonna just sound silly and funny (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. a deep sleep kind of snore um that she uh tiptoes out of bed gets the uh the kitchen scissors out of the uh out of the out of the kitchen drawer and locks herself in the bathroom and she sits the says the scissors down on the counter and she stares at herself in the mirror And we get an echo of kind of that moment of we got to see Beverly seeing herself four years later at prom after living away from this man in this town. And now we get to see who she was before that happened. And and she looks tired and she looks scared and like someone who's had to grow up way too fast. Um, And she takes a piece of her hair and she looks at it. This, like, beautiful hair that people are always touching and always, like, tugging on and grabbing. And she just hacks a chunk of it off. <laughs> and once she started, she can't stop. She's just cutting it. And chunks of red hair are falling into the sink. And she's cutting off every piece of hair anywhere that he's touched it. She's cutting it off. And until what's left is this, like, like awful asymmetrical like shaggy hacked off bob around her chin and it looks like a mess and she's gonna need to do a lot of work to fix it in the morning but 
for the first time in a long time, uh, she can look at herself and and see somebody who's who's expressed agency, who's gotten to decide what she looks like, and she's cut off every piece of hair that her father ever touched. And uh, she just <laughs> has that, like, shaky laugh cry of, like, I'm so screwed, but, like, right now, whole, right now this feels amazing. Um, but that moment's short-lived because uh, in the silence in the t- of 2 o'clock in the morning in a small town with the only other person in the house dead asleep, she thinks she can hear something coming from the drain. Wait, and she takes a second. Like, first she thinks maybe somebody's outside the window. There's nobody there. She looks around and then realizes that the sound was coming from in the sink. She kind of tilts... She kind of tilts her ear to the sink and hears it continuing. And against... And against... And against all better instincts, she says... Hello? Is there somebody down there? starts to become a little bit this is essentially becoming a fuck this moment for her and um takes a step back uh from the sink um and and decides like real or dream this is this is fucked up and I don't want to um deal with it and she goes for the knob the doorknob um only to find that she can't get the door open uh and she's rattling she's rattling the bathroom door can I suggest something creepy? Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. I think that, and I don't want this to be silly. I want this to be genuinely creepy. I do think it's creepy. Mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. like this sort of long, gnarled, blood-soaked hair like shoots out of the drain and wraps around the knob. And like you can't get it open I like because that. it's being held closed. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> and I'm rattling at the door and I'm pushing at it and... It won't open, and these vo- these kids, these voices keep going, and... <sighs> shut up! Shut up! Just stop it! Stop! Shut! No, just shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> she starts banging on the door. <laughs> Help! Can someone... Suddenly you hear this sort of gurgling, draining noise that sounds like when a stopper gets pulled and a bunch of water starts, like, being sucked down the drain at once. Yeah. And I think the voices go quiet for a minute, and it's sort of drowned out by this gurgling sound. 
um, which sort of rattles. I think she and 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 sloshes. Gets still for a second, turns and she turns to stare, just mm-hmm. stare at the sink. And for a second, it's empty, and it, there's this sort of drip, 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 drip. And then, as you sort of find yourself leaning over a little bit to peer down, blood spurts out of the drain and just fountains out. It covers your face. It's all in your hair. And it is, like, splashing off the ceiling. It is coating the floor. Everything is stick and slicky and red and wet. And it just keeps coming. (laughs) Spitting it out of my mouth. It's in my nose. (laughs) And I think you're reminded weirdly and like you hate even thinking this but all you can think about is the tampons in the trash can and Mm. the fact that you never thought there could be so much blood you didn't think there was this much blood in the world (laughs) I'm just trying to like turn the sink on to wash it off but more blood comes out the tap turn on the shower more blood comes out the shower head it's just everywhere I think what stops it is your dad uh, wakes up and he bangs on the door. And he says, Beverly, what are you doing making all that racket? And when he speaks, (laughs) there's something wrong with the. The the blood stops from the faucets. It's everywhere, it's covering the room, but it's not coming out anymore. There was something. There was something wrong with the faucet. Open the door, Beverly. <laughs> I can't. It's um, And I think he, uh, you hear his his heavy footsteps, um, and he goes to the kitchen where he has a little cabinet with all the keys uh, for, you know, the storage unit downstairs and the uh, the shed and the, you know, what used to be uh, the door to your room, which is down in that storage unit now, but also the bathroom. And he comes mm-hmm. back, and you hear the sound of the key in the lock. And the door opens, and he looks at you, and he says, What was wrong? I take a second, and I'm looking around, and everything is red and, like, soaked. And and there's a moment of, like, looking at it and looking at him and then realizing he doesn't see it. And I think I want to add a little thing there of, like, while you're yeah. looking at him and having this realization that he can't see it, out of the drain, you just hear a little... Just a little childish giggle. I hate it. I love it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. It was just... Um, it was just... Uh, it was just the, the, the sink. Uh, the sink was stuck. Um, it was stuck on. It must have... It must have... Uh, must have fixed it... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to wake you up. Get back to bed. What the fuck did you do to your hair? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got... Uh, I got gum in it, and I had to cut it out. And I think he's probably still kind of drunk. Um, and he, he puts his hand on your back too hard, and he says, We're going to talk mm-hmm. about this in the morning. Okay. 
and she takes one last look over her shoulder to make sure she hasn't imagined it, but no, it's still there. It's still everywhere. <laughs> and then Beverly goes to bed, but she doesn't sleep. We're back in the present. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, uh, uh, I didn't that realize quite how much stuff. This episode's a marathon. We just uh, got to keep trucking. We're on it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to quickly check and make sure everyone's doing all right. Ariel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. is everyone okay? okay? I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. challenging material. Is everyone okay? I feel yeah. perfectly fine. I just want to make sure that okay. y'all, all my dear friends are, are doing all right. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Hard in the moment, but totally fine after. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with the way that we've structured this is I feel mm-hmm. like it's very safe for me to go there and then come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, we're back in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Beverly still keeps her hair short and... Uh, thinking about like and and i think she's she's fallen off bills had to watch her disappear somewhere again uh Mm -hmm. um just kind of like twisting the end of her hair between her fingers and looking a little looking a little haunted i think that um i think that even without really being totally present um Bev has been the one who has sort of directed where they're going, you know, following mm-hmm. a path that her feet know, even when her brain doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. want to admit it's going there. Um, and I think that, of course, <laughs> for all of his many faults, uh, Bill is <laughs> to have realized where they're headed um, and that it's where they have to go. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know, he obviously doesn't know all the things you're seeing. He doesn't know all mm-hmm. the places that you're going, but he knows the shape of them. Mm-hmm. And he knows where we're going to eventually stop. And I think that um, in a way that despite all of the, the you know, the chemistry and, and the weird tension and the the held too long glances and the you know, the, the confusing butterflies, he holds your hand right now in a way that is decidedly unromantic. It is Mm -hmm. just the gesture of somebody who needs to let you know that he's standing beside you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's the same. Maybe there's this moment. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, it's the same feeling as the only time he's ever been to this place with her before. Uh, when he and the re- and a bunch of their other friends showed up with shower caps and sponges and mm-hmm. br- and scrub brushes to clean up a mess that she was afraid no one else would be able to see. Uh, yeah, and I think as we're walking this way, as you're sort of coming in and out of the past, I think maybe he's um he's pointing out little things along the way that have nothing to do with what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of being like, you know, oh, I remember one time I accidentally got my bike lock stuck around that tree. Or, you know, I remember the time <laughs> that uh, Richie was trying to learn how to skateboard and skinned his knees over here in that parking lot. Or, you know, just like weird little things. Um, yeah. And I think that 
you know, it's just sort of this perpetual, like, low-level conversation, the sort of one-sided, um, just so that there is conversation happening. And I think mm-hmm. that it finally sort of slows to a stop as we both find ourselves looking up at the side of Beverly Marsh's old apartment building. Okay, well... Let's, uh... Let's, let's... Let's do this. Right beside you. I know. Thank you. And I think they make their way up the stairs and along the hall, and it's not a nice place. It looks about the same as it did 20 years, 20-something years ago. Uh, the, the, the walls are a little yellower. The carpet's a little dirtier. Um, and then she makes her play, and then she, uh, makes her way to the familiar door. And of course, um, the, uh, it, it's, a, it looks a little different. Um, and it's, everything's a little older and she knows, she knows that she heard her aunt sent her, her aunt sent her a letter or called her actually probably when he, when he passed, she knows her father is dead, but there's a part of her mm. that's still afraid to knock on that door. That's still a little bit scared that he's going to be on the other side. Um, and when you, um, when you look up at the list of names where the little buzzers for each apartment are, you mm-hmm. swear it says Marsh, you swear that it does. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of have to, blink and and shake your head and look back at it in order to realize that those aren't the letters you're seeing. It says, like, Marshall or something. In in the book, it's Kirsch, but I don't know how you want to do it. Um, Oh, I just picked a similar word. Yeah, it says Kirsch. Okay. Uh, And then uh, I think takes a a deep breath, balls up her fist, and uh, knocks on the door just a a few times sharply. Hmm. I think it takes just a, just a few, like, a little too fast. <laughs> it's just a slight bit too fast for this old woman to have gotten to the door and opened up the door. She is not, like, doesn't look super ancient, but, like, is mm-hmm. old enough that, like, it, it's a little odd that she got to the door that quickly unless she was just planning on exiting. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, hello. hello I'm dear. sorry to, I'm so sorry to bother you. Uh, my, uh, can I, can I help you? Um, y- yes, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I don't mean to, uh, to in- intrude. Uh, I wasn't sure if anyone still, still lived here. I, um, my name is, uh, Beverly Marsh. My family, my, my father and I used to live used to live here. Uh, I think I might have, um, I think I may have left something of mine behind uh, when I, when I used to live here. Uh, and I was wondering if, if you don't mind, if I could, if I could come and take a look and, and maybe see if it's still here. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I've lived here for many years, but I haven't changed very much of it. So if you think you left something here, come right on inside. We can go look for it. And I think, um, not wanting to, like, 
make this lady feel uncomfortable by bringing like a strange man into her into her apartment. Sure. Uh, Bev maybe like gives gives Bill like a little like it's like a little like it's fine look like she's just it's a little old lady like mm-hmm. it's this is this is pretty low stakes um, and and says like um, uh, do you mind I'll be right back. Yeah, no, you, um, he sort of smiles and shrugs and shoves his hands in his pockets and says, you, uh, you know where to find me. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, he, and like, follows half, half waves an acknowledgement of the old lady whose door he is standing at and sort of, um, <laughs> <laughs> occupies himself on the patio. Yep. <laughs> um, so I guess, and then with that, uh, she follows this strange woman into uh her old her old home well come on in come on in make yourself at home i i'll i'll put on a kettle for a for a for some tea oh you don't have to go to any trouble or anything i oh it's don't... no trouble it's tea time anyway uh, for sure okay um <laughs> And I think she just starts starts making her way around the apartment, and and the lady wasn't kidding. She didn't change much. Uh, there may be some new pictures on the walls, a few uh, a few small things here and there, but um, for the most part, it looks about how she remembered it. Um, the same dusty carpet, the same kind of basic plain furniture, little like bits and bobs left over from when her mother lived there and was able to give the place a more decorative, more feminine touch little ever. You see it in small things, a little like china flower vase, a little like throw rug, but it, it's 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 about how she remembered it. And when she makes her way into what used to be her bedroom, she feels under her foot that there's a floorboard in there that's just as loose as it was 27 years ago when she would pry it up and store stuff underneath it. Um. Darling, would you, uh, what, what kind of tea would you prefer? I have green and I have, um, and I have black tea. Um, whatever you're making for yourself is fine. (laughs) I think I'll go with green then. Green goes wonderful with red. (laughs) <laughs> I like apologize little... for the really bad red hair joke. No, just it's there, great. But anyway, it's great. Uh, that's exactly. No, it, was good. it was like just unhinged enough that I was like, like just what? A, <laughs> like just a weird enough thing to say that it might be like just a weird old lady thing, or it might be something else. Like I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Beverly yeah. kind of politely nods and like does a little. Oh, <laughs> yeah, red. Um, <laughs> So um, the old lady is going to just sort of linger there and keep smiling. Um, it it mm-hmm. does start to get a little bit creepy, but then the moment and, does break and she does go and finish the rest of it. Uh-huh. And I think, though, Bev takes that cue less as a, a creepy thing and more of a subtle, like, social cue of, like, what are you doing to the floor in this room? <laughs> and is and kind of... <laughs> thinks better of it for the moment and follows her back into the into the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tea has been prepared surprisingly quickly. Like, it shouldn't have mm-hmm. happened this quickly. The water mm-hmm. should 
should be cold, but it's boiling. Um, also, another sign that this woman is a monster is she has, um, in fact, poured the water into this teacup, and that water is 212 degrees and not 175. Monster. <laughs> a monstrous woman. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry to just add a little bit of humor no, there. Liked anyway. It. No, I liked it. Um, Just another hint. Um, And uh, there are two teacups. They look very, very old um, and mm -hmm. have, like, little chips in them. Honestly, they look a little Mm -hmm. bit dangerous to be drinking out of, but uh, old women, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Drink up, drink up, drink up. Not wanting to be rude to the woman she's come into the home of and is about to pull up a piece of her floor, uh, Beverly takes a seat in one of the one of the chairs. It creaks like it hasn't been used in a very long time, and takes a polite sip of of the tea. It is not good, but of course it's not. Um. Uh, takes a polite sip um, anyway, and and holds her cup and saucer. Um, and this woman drinks the entirety of this literal boiling glass of water it again should not be a Mm. thing that that anybody does in just immediately also it hasn't had enough time to steep like it's a whole thing anyway no um, it's all very strange can I make a suggestion tea bag yes swallows the cup (laughs) oh no I was gonna say um what if she's just drinking hot water like Beverly oh has tea, God. but she's oh, just drinking funny. hot water. Um, and the tea I, bag I suggest is still this because on the, on the I suggest this saucer. because my mom thinks it's creepy when I drink hot water by itself when I'm cold. That is creepy. Honestly, I, <laughs> just yeah. just eat that. soup, Val. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so no, maybe she's just drinking funny. like boiling hot water. Mm-hmm. No, no tea bag. And. Uh, yeah, it, boiling um, hot water. The water still looks like green, but you look back at the little saucer that is still on the little on the little um, counter there, and that tea bag is um, is dry. Um, it is completely dry, so she's just drinking this hot green gross water. Just oh, all of it starts dribbling um, a little bit of it down. And it's still smoking and steaming a little bit. Oh, puts that's it, an image. Puts the tea um, there back down. Now make sure you drink it up while uh, it's still hot. <laughs> Will do. Um, how how long have you how long have you lived how long have you lived here? Oh, I think it's been. Um, I've been here for about five years now, thereabouts. Hmm. Yes, uh, I love this house. It's a little, it's a little dusty, of course, but you know, uh, it's home. right. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 you've you've really preserved it. It's looks it looks great. Oh, I just loved the carpeting when I first got in here. Uh, again, this carpet is hideous. Um, <laughs> it is old. It's really and gross. It's a gross um, carpet. It is. It is not good carpet. I just, I just loved it, and and the mm-hmm. wall, the the. Oh, I just love that color. I felt felt I didn't really need mm-hmm. to change things. 
And I think at the discussion of the wall, uh, perhaps Bev's eyes drift to the aforementioned wall and and start. I would love to get some pitches for things that uh, could be fucked up that I could notice in the pictures hanging on the wall. Uh, <laughs> if anyone has any ideas. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite is just like, I mean, I know there's kind of the hint with Stan in the movie, but like creepy paintings always get me personally Ooh. or like... Um, like really old photos of like family events are also kind of creepy to me. Like uh, I love yeah. my parents very much, but they do have a lot of old fold- photos around the house. And um, there's this old mm-hmm. photo of my grandpa and he's like balancing my dad as a baby on his hand, which is really cool. But like mm-hmm. also it kind of is off putting to me cause it's in black and white mm-hmm. and it's just very awkwardly positioned. Mm. But like, I feel like Mm -hmm. you could do a lot with just like weird family things that Mm -hmm. just occurred that look slightly off. I also, um, if I may, an idea then. Oh, please, JV, gimme, gimme. Um, so with that, Val, the suggestion that you had, um, there is a portrait up that um has um a father, um, and I would imagine. I think just for like for good parallel here, there's two. There's one that has a father and a daughter. Um, that that's there, um, but you can't really make out the dad's face in that picture from where you are sitting. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. you get the impression that if you move closer to this picture, you still won't be able to see his face fully. Like it's being mm, deliberately yeah. obscured for some reason, but then you yes. see yeah. that this is clearly this woman. This is clearly this woman um, from <laughs> a great, great many years ago. If um, I also may, JV, that's please. really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about like another creepy thing is maybe like in all the photos, maybe the children are crying, and like if you look like mm. close enough, in, in like in the black and white or the sepia ones, like it doesn't quite look like tears it maybe looks like something else like blood or not (laughs) may i make a suggestion yes please maybe in all of the photos kind of similar to what um jv said instead of it being like the face just being kind of obscured maybe it's just cut off in the in the frame so like there's if there's like a taller person and a shorter person you can see like all of the the shorter person yeah and the taller person's head is just like out of frame and there's but like for all of them there's always like so the head is just out of frame there's all these person. photographs of what we can assume are like a father and daughter but the father's head is always out of frame mm-hmm. 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 and there's one that looks a little bit like it's it's set at the circus um i was just gonna just feels say important to me um <laughs> One of oh, them no, is I, set at the one the of thing. them is absolutely in front of like a circus tent. Can Ooh. can the dad in that one like have his hand like on the back of uh his daughter's neck and just like that weird, awkward, like controlling hand position? <gasps> yes. Oh god. Oh of that's course. Dark, and I of love course it, it can. Okay. <laughs> that is dark and I love it. it. Well done, everybody. Um And as she's looking at that particular one. She could absolutely swear, like she would swear on her life, that the little girl's eyes flicker to hers. 
and they mm. hold each other's gaze for a second before she shakes it off and she blinks and she looks back down at her teacup because there's absolute, there's no fucking way. Um, mm-hmm. And I think at that moment, because I, I just loved this moment from the, um, I loved this moment from the, uh, from the movie. So I figure why not mm-hmm. add it? There's a ding, but it, because of like the silence that was just there, this ding is very, mm-hmm. is, is very jarring. Um, like, oh, oh! I think I think oh. I think Bev jumps and spills a little tea oh. on herself. Oh, oh, dear. oh! I'm so I'm so sorry, dear. I'll I'll get you a towel. But first, before I do that, I I was making some cookies before you arrived, and oh, oh, they'll be fresh out of the oven. Very delicious. They're sugar cookies. Oh, that's very <laughs> that's very kind of you. Um. I should, I should get back to, I should get back to it. Um, I'm just uh, going to, uh, um, she sits her, sits her cup down carefully and sort of, um, as, as, as the, as the lady makes her way to the kitchen, uh, Bev makes her way back to her bedroom. Um, so he, one of the things, again, in the movie, um, there's this mm-hmm. vague, vague conversation about, um, like her about how her dad like came to the country like many many years ago and wound up joining mm-hmm. the circus because he couldn't find work and you know um and you know uh he he worked very 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 hard for his money unlike those other people out there just looking for handouts and whatever um and it's getting more and more like old racist mm-hmm. woman um just from yeah. the other room it's not great but it's which it's like happening. uncomfortable um, but like not the least that bev might expect from an old woman who's lived in dairy forever oh yeah no like this is yeah it starts to <laughs> seem like it seems generally fine with the exception of the references to a circus when like i'm mm. imagining i don't know I don't know this about Derry, but I don't. I have a strong feeling like the circus generally doesn't come to Derry, just mm-hmm. because. Like maybe a maybe it'll come to like a couple towns over, but oh, not there's no way that there. any sort of traveling oh, yeah. entertainment no, is coming to yeah. Derry, Maine. Oh yeah, I do, and yeah. I think I think that I think no, that we that's go a to moment. Augusta for that. Yeah, I think that's a <laughs> moment that would hit. Bev harder if she wasn't in the process of what she's doing, which is uh, in her childhood bedroom. There's a there's a loose floorboard. The there wasn't there's not carpet in this particular room. Uh, that if she she kicks or that she plants her foot down and kind of does a little stomp in the right spot, it pops out of place, um, and she's able to lift it up and find essentially what became her new what became her new um, hidey hole for stuff she didn't want her dad to find. Um, and there's a few things in there. There's more cigarettes. There's more tampons. There's, um, a little flask. Uh, and then, uh, and underneath all of those things tucked at the bottom, folded up into a neat little square, um, there is a little postcard and she takes it out and, uh, unfolds it and... They're written in a childlike or childish handwriting, um, though very neat. Like the person who who was writing it took great care to make sure it looked it looked nice and it looked clear. Um, is is a poem, uh, and it reads: 
Your hair is winter fire, January embers. My heart burns there too. And mm. she, um, the the old lady in the next room, kind of fades into a, to a dull murmur for a minute. Whatever weird racist racist rant this woman has gone <laughs> yeah. off on, um, as she she traces her fingertips over the over the letters, and she remembers locking herself in the bathroom after she received this postcard to sit in the bathtub and read it over and over and over again where nobody could disturb her. And she remembers falling asleep with it tucked under her pillow and just the millions of ways that this simple little, this simple little note made her feel warm and seen and held, um, even though she never found out exactly who wrote it. Um, she always did have a suspicion or a hope, uh, a misplaced one, (laughs) (laughs) but, and, and, and she, she, and and I think, and, and that, and she's pretty sure, she's more than a little sure that this is what she came here to find. Mm -hmm. Um. She has found her totem. And she... Um, feeling for mm-hmm. a ways, a reason she can't fully explain because, again, as far as she knows, there's nothing really amiss here yet. Like this lady sucks, but she's not like, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing amiss. <laughs> she uh, she folds it back up quickly and sticks it in her pocket, um, feeling like for some reason she doesn't want to let anybody see it. Uh, mm-hmm. And she I replaces think... the floorboard. Those cigarettes can stay there. Nobody needs them. <laughs> Actually, I'm a liar. She takes the cigarettes. Uh, she puts the floorboard back. <laughs> okay, so I think what the um, what's gonna happen is the old woman sort of calls out and is like, "Where? Oh, sweetie, where'd you get off to? Bev, where'd you get off to?" Uh, she um, uses your name. No, you you have mentioned your name. You did mention your I name. I did mention my name. Uh, it is still it is, kind of weird and familiar. It is. It's also really weird. That this woman would know that I go as since I introduced myself as Beverly, it would it's weird that this woman knows I go by the shortened version. Yeah. That is weird. Mm-hmm. That's Beth. but it's um um uh, right here, sorry, just um mm-hmm. stepped uh out for just a second. Um Oh, okay. I hope you found what you were looking for. I did. Thank you. Um, I really, so I really don't want to take up any more of your time. You've been very generous with me and I, I, I should probably get going. Oh, it's fine, dear. It's nice to have company. You know, all of the company. <laughs> oh, I haven't had company here in a great many years. You know, I've just, mm-hmm. I've watched, watched so many of my friends, of my friends die over these last few years. You know, hazard of being old. Right. But you know what they say. In Derry, the dead never really die, do they? <laughs> do they do they say do they say that? Oh they certainly say it here. <laughs> and that and with that there is the the other shoe has dropped. And there is now the distinct sense beyond, like, something being a little off with this lady that something is very wrong. Oh, yes. Um, I... <laughs> yes, her eyes have gone... Her eyes have gone... Um, her eyes have gone yellow. This is what has happened. 
They've they have gone yellow. Um, her uh-huh. smile also starts to grow in a way mm. that mm. smiles don't. The corners of them stretch farther and farther. Uh-oh. Her lips get redder and redder. Slowly but surely, her face morphs into very, honestly, kind of briefly because it then just stretches out um, past that mm-hmm. and turns into that giant, like, weird monster type creature before. And all the while, she's giggling, which then turns into an unhinged laugh. <laughs> Beverly, Beverly uh, she then at this point is wasting no fucking time and makes her way to the door she grabs at the handle but just like when she tried to leave the bathroom as a child she can't get out <laughs> trying to run, Beverly. She's, she's <laughs> rattling at the doorknob and she's banging on the door and she's yelling, Bill! Bill, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, why do you want to leave, Beverly? <laughs> Shut up! You're not I... real! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Shut the I... fuck up! You're not real! I'm real. Shut up. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, don't you? <laughs> you might want to run, Beverly. Run, run, Shut run, up. and hide. <laughs> she can't be bothered to fuck with the door anymore, the front door anymore, so she does. She runs. She books it through the tiny apartment, um, tripping over furniture and... Uh, locks herself in the bathroom. Mm. And I think um, when that, uh, when she gets to the bathroom, um, it's set, there's like a scratch, a thing that sounds like something is scratching at the door. Um, like just large she claws sits in the bathtub. at the door. Mm. Mm-hmm. She sits in the bathtub and she covers her ears and she squeezes her eyes shut and she just, and she just, it's not real. 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 And it's in, not real. And in a fun callback um, to just slightly earlier, out of the bathtub drain this time comes those bo- those voices from before. Um, the kids are back. Just hear those voices again out of the drain, but this time there's still that scraping at the door, and that gurgling sound starts again. The one that led to shut all up. the blood last No, time. shut up, you're not real. Shut up, shut up, shut up, you're not real. You're not real. <laughs> Beverly, why are you making all that noise in there? <laughs> And then I think I think the voice morphs from the old lady with the banging on the door is um uh with the banging on the door is uh it starts to sound like her dad. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You can't keep secrets from your father, Beverly. We don't do that in this family. Shut up, you're dead! You're dead! You're dead! Me and Beverly. <laughs> no, you're dead! You're dead! 
you're dead. <laughs> so she's shaking in the bathtub. She's she's got the postcard pulled out of her out of her pocket and she's just holding it to the, her chest. Um and she hears the old ladies at the door, then she hears her she hears her dad at the door. She hears uh, it sounds like there's multiple people out there at once, familiar voices and um what are you doing in there, Beverly? What do you have in there? That's not... You're not cheating on me, are you? What is that? What are you holding? Show it to me, Bev. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're gone. You're dead. And she, hearing just these voices melding together and this banging against the door, hiding in the only safe place she used to have, hearing both of these men <laughs> pounding on the door, yelling for her to let them in, it's almost too much. And then outside is Bill on a perfectly nice and quiet day, and Alex, I'm tapping you in. <laughs> a perfectly nice and quiet day. Um, I think Bill's just sort of <laughs> leaning back against the railing, um... The sun is shining. There's probably a couple of birds singing and Bill is like looking up just to, you know, casually look for something. Um, But I think the thing is that he can't hear any of the sounds that are happening inside the house. He can hear Beverly. And so I think suddenly the sound of her voice and her anguished cries does come to him. And he suddenly sort of startles and stands up and recognizes he recognizes exactly where she must be because he knows where her bathroom window is which is a weird thing except that that's I think the only window they could use to like sneak her in and out of the house when she was a kid Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm -hmm. and so he knows immediately which one it is um and I think that he you know he tries the door and it's jammed and he can't force his way in he's simply not a strong enough man for that um but i think that he he looks around and um sort of like vaults over the the railing into the yard and is like scrambling around under her under her window and looking for anything and he spies a rock and if there's one thing that he remembers about Beverly Marsh it's that she only needs one and she'll make it count And so he picks it up and he sort of hefts it in his hand and he he closes his eyes for a second and then realizes like, wait, no, I can't do that. I'm not that guy. Um, I have to look where I'm throwing this thing and then throws it as hard as he can (laughs) up to the window. And if you want me to roll for this, I can, but I kind of just think that you need it. Honestly, (laughs) I'm I'm going to objectively say it just opened. It breaks the window. Guess what? I get to use a fucking move. Hell yeah! Hell yes. yeah! Beverly Marsh has a move called "This Kills Monsters." Oh, yes! Man. Come I, on, oh, Bev. oh no, I'm crying. <laughs> like I'm really Ooh. crying. Okay, <laughs> that's um, fair. Oh. And and the rock bursts through the window and it lands in the tub with her with this clatter and the spray of broken glass. And at first she's <laughs> fucking freaked, but then then she looks down at it and she remembers the rock fight. She remembers hitting Henry Bowers in the head and she remembers how good that felt. And then she remembers another thing. 
she's hearing their voices outside the door and it feels real and it feels and it feels like so many real moments when she had to hide and when she had to cower and when she had to shrink herself because she was afraid of what um one of these men was going to do to her and she remembers they are dead whatever's making that noise outside it is something trying on their faces and trying on their voices because it knows how badly that can scare her. But they're dead, they're gone, and they will never touch her again. And so, with the postcard in one hand and the rock in the other, Beverly Marsh stands up from the bathtub. She takes a deep breath, she wipes her eyes, and she thinks about the people waiting for her on the other side of that door, not the monster, but on the other side of the front door, the friends and the people that she loves and the people who have always loved her unselfishly and never wanted to take anything from her. And she throws open the door and she, like a fucking wild cat, she is on this, whatever this thing is, it's shifting between the old lady and the Tom and the fucking, and, and her dad and Henry Bowers and every other thing that's ever made her scared. And she just is smashing it in the head with this rock over and over and over and over again. This like wordless scream of like, just like anger and like pure fucking like rage bursts out of her chest and she just ah! Ah, 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 smashes this thing over and over and over again until everything goes quiet. And then suddenly it's gone. All the sounds have stopped. It appears that Pennywise is gone. And there's nothing there. Just a rock in her hand soaked with something black and next to her where she dropped it a postcard and so she uh, she picks it up and she and she reads it again and she she thinks about prom night and a song and a dance and she like she did over and over again uh, climbs out the bathroom window onto the fire escape and uh, hops down onto the grass where she <laughs> lets her knees give out and she collapses. Uh, not before she sees Bill waiting for her. Hey. You hey. did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think... When Bill comes closer enough to her, she throws her arms around him and hugs him tight like the like the only he's like the only port in a storm, like like mm-hmm. like Bill, like the guy who was always there, the one who sang her a song on prom night and fought monsters with her and led the group of kids cleaning up this mess that she was so terrified of and ashamed of and afraid that no one would believe her about. And just holds him so tight. He and wraps his arms around you, and he um, he twines his fingers in your hair, sort of like as he's holding you. And mm-hmm. I think it's 
maybe the nicest way anybody's ever held your hair in your life, which is a weird thing to say, but... No, it makes sense. It matters. Weirdly to me, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I all, I have like almost no hair, which is why that's weird coming from me. But anyway. <laughs> but for Beverly, um, for somebody whose hair has been such like a source of, of violence and trauma in her life, like just this unthinking gesture of, of comfort. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, as the hug reaches a point where it might naturally start to separate, uh, instead... Um, she pulls back just a little, and they look at each other for a long time. And, uh... I mean... <laughs> we all know. Go ahead. Go for it. What do they do? What do they do? And... And, I mean... She looks at what she's pretty sure has always been the guy. And, um... And she kisses him. Suddenly, you're all I see. Look and it's bad. My- <laughs> Weirdly, that's the moment of levity that I needed. Um, even it's though not it's like good. canon. <laughs> yeah. And it's not good. Whatever thing is supposed to happen, whatever thing has happened, like, she's kissed people before that it's been nice. Like, she marries somebody for a reason. She's had chemistry with people. And there's whatever thing is supposed to happen, whatever spark is supposed to be there. After all of that tension and all of that buildup and all of that, like, weird, like, putting on a pedestal of this person, there's just nothing there. (laughs) It's just kind of... It just kind of it just kind of happens and it's and it's weird. Can I um, can, can I take a second narratively? Please. <laughs> you're you're absolutely correct and not to be a Bill Denbro apologist. No, on do me, it. But I do want to make it clear that it's not just that Bill is a bad no, kiss. No, it's not that. It's that <laughs> the moment I think I think it's less that it's a, a bad kiss and more that it's, it's a completely average kiss where they were expecting exactly. something shaking. It is unbelievably, profoundly average. <laughs> and I think they both sort of pull back from it, like, confused. Like, there's this simultaneous sort of, like, what? Like, they're both startled by the fact that this did not do the thing they thought it was going to do. Uh-huh. Like... It, exactly. I don't mean that was not me trying. I just said that because I needed that levity moment. But that's what no, we he mean. deserves I, it. Yeah. It's 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 just a lot go a building into that that they both expected that it didn't really nothing ha- and then nothing and then it was just it just it was it was okay. <laughs> I think they both pull back from it and mm-hmm. like and again it's not it's not like a moment of disgust. It's really just a moment of bewilderment because yeah, I it's think like, that. Huh. Yeah. And, and you know, there's this <laughs> there's this sort of moment where, like, you know, Bev, like, realizing why she married the person that she married and coming back and confronting it and, like, Bill realizing, looking at Beverly, like, why he thinks he married the person that he married and both of them thinking that this is going to be this moment that sets them both on, like, the right track that fixes everything uh-huh. that they've done for the past 27 years. And it's just, like fine (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i think they both sort of pull back from this kiss and they're like sort of baffled and maybe they just laugh yeah i think maybe they laugh and i think maybe they don't need to say anything because they both Uh know what just happened 
And I think yeah. after a moment of awkwardness, I think that she just gives him a kiss on the cheek instead. And um, and he puts a hand on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I think that they um, just stay like that for a long time. 